Alrighty, hello again everyone and welcome to the second part of the COVID show for Friday, the 19th of August, 2022. I'm Derek Hunter, I am your sick host. Uh, sorry again for being sick and uh, your prayers for the family and everybody. You're always appreciate. Don't waste them on me. Waste them, use them up, send them to uh, my dad, my kids and everything. Everybody's fine right now, but let's just hope that it stays that way. Um <clears throat> Like I said, this is the COVID show. I will do my damnedest to make sure that there's at least a half, I have that commitment, the half an hour, week and effing review up at midnight at patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast or Derek Hunter.locals.com. Please go and subscribe if you haven't already. Enter the contest while you're there. Always a good time. Nobody else is going to do this for you, man. You know, you just hear this r- raspy, sexy voice for a half an hour. Solid, solid. But uh, here's part two of the show I did yesterday, for yesterday, that just so we have a show today, I cut it in half. All right, so Democrats everywhere are very, very pleased with themselves. They managed to pass another almost $800 billion, but, you know, when you get past the deficit spending and the, the debt and the paying and the interest of the debt, it's over a trillion dollars, a new trillion dollar spending bill. Hilariously, under the guise of it is the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, you see. The Inflation Reduction Act. Give me a break. Well, they uh, even the Today Show, I'm, I'm going to play this. This is uh, Savannah Guthrie announcing Joe Biden did his signing ceremony for this thing. There's a little bit of snark in there. There's a little bit of... When this thing doesn't do a damn thing about inflation, I don't want to sit there and have this. Uh, I don't want to be accused of having pimped it. So she calls it the so-called, I believe she calls it the so-called Inflation Reduction Act on the Today Show this morning. 7.30, President Biden signed the massive so-called Inflation Reduction Act yesterday. He called it one of the most significant laws in U.S. history. It's designed to raise about $700 billion, mostly through corporate tax hikes and prescription drug savings. And more than half of that money is intended for climate change and health care provisions. Now, a single Republican voted for that bill. Critics say it will lead to bigger government and a larger deficit. Because it will. Because it will. There's no question that it will. But at least she said the so-called, so-called Inflation Reduction Act. They don't, and then she said nothing about inflation. They they say nothing about inflation. If you think that Democrats give a damn about inflation, you haven't been paying attention. They changed the name of Build Back Better to the Inflation Reduction Act. Why? Because they wanted to pass it. Nobody wanted Build Back Better, so they said, well, we'll call it the Inflation Reduction Act, and we'll pretend that it lowers inflation, and there we go. We'll be heroes to everybody. Even Joe Biden himself, he came out and told a whole bunch of lies about this bill at his signing ceremony. He's just a nasty, nasty person. Actually, before we get to Biden's lies... Biden attacked every single Republican in Congress. You wonder why? Oh, I want to bring the country together. I want to. I'm the only one who can work across the aisle. I'm the only one who can do this, that, and the other thing. Listen to Joe Biden attack every single Republican in Congress because he wouldn't go along with his garbage spending idea. And let's be clear: in this historic moment, Democrats sided with the American people, and every single 
Republican in the Congress sided with the special interest in this vote. Every single one. In fact, the big drug companies, big drug companies spent nearly $100 million to defeat this bill. $100 million. And remember, every single Republican in Congress voted against this bill. Every single Republican in Congress voted against lowering prescription drug prices, against lowering health care costs, against the fairer tax system. Every single Republican, every single one, voted against tackling the climate crisis, against lowering our energy costs, against creating good-paying jobs. Every single one. Oh, they're horrible. Nothing really about inflation there. Just a green energy, the climate crisis. What does the climate crisis have to do with lowering inflation, Joe? He went on to lie about what was in the bill. Bunch of bunch of lies. Let's uh, let's listen to some of them now. Invest three hundred and sixty nine billion dollars to take the most aggressive action ever, 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 ever in confronting the climate crisis and strengthening our, our economic, our energy security. It's going to offer working families thousands of dollars in savings by providing them rebates to buy new and efficient appliances, weatherize their homes, get tax credit for purchasing heat pumps and rooftop solar, electric stoves, ovens, dryers. It gives consumers a tax credit to buy electric vehicles or fuel cell vehicles, new or used. And it gives them a credit, a tax credit of up to $7,500 if those vehicles were made in America. Well, there's so much in this one. Let's unpack it a little bit, shall we? Do you have a huge pile of money sitting around to get tax credits for buying new appliances everywhere in your house? Do you have that? Because that's how you get, oh, it does this, that, and the other thing. It's wonderful. It helps people buy these appliances. Well, okay, if you buy a $1,000 refrigerator... And the government says, we're going to give you $150 credit for that. Do you have $1,000 to lay out to then later claim the $150 credit? Is that going to be the difference maker for you? For the vast majority of Americans, particularly middle-class Americans, probably not. Are you going to retrofit all of your appliances, buy all new appliances, because the government will let you take some of that money off of your taxes? Do you feel as though you're now finally being heard by Washington, D.C.? You got it now. Oh, boy. I'm finally being heard. No. No, I would suspect you're not. I would suspect you are not. But that's the way Joe Biden does it. And then at the end, $7,500 if you buy it. First of all, you can buy a used electric vehicle and get some kind of tax credit. Um. <clears throat> If you buy a used electric vehicle, you're a damn fool. The battery, we just make that unambiguously clear. You can buy a, you, you can buy a used electric vehicle. I bet there are a lot of people out there who have five-year-old electric vehicles who are like, God, I, I hope some sucker comes along and buys this. Because the price of replacing the battery is $10,000, $15,000. The battery will go bad eventually. 
the battery will go bad eventually. And the longer, the older your car is, the, the more likely your battery in your car is to go bad. And so you want to offload that thing on some other sucker. Maybe you can get a couple good years out of it, but then the battery's going to die and you're going to be out 10, 15 grand. And then boom, you get it. But don't worry, you got a tax credit when you bought it. So there you go. Does that make any sense to you? You'd be insane to buy a used. Unless it's like a year old and it's a great deal. You'd be insane to buy a used electric vehicle. But then Joe says you get money for buying a an electric vehicle new. You go, oh, that's great. Because then I can pass it off on some other sucker, right? Well, that $7,500 tax credit, Fox News has this story. This is one of those, it's just too damned funny aspects of this Green New Deal garbage. General Motors and Ford, two of the largest U.S. automakers, pushed back on reports Tuesday that recent electric vehicle price hikes were related to the Inflation Reduction Act. What? They've raised the price of electric vehicles? Yes, they did raise the price of electric vehicles. Guess how much they raised the price of electric vehicles? Between $6,000 and $8,500. And the government is giving you a $7,500 tax credit if you buy a new one. That's a hell of a, a deal, right? You're treading water. That is absolutely straight up treading water. You get nothing. You get, here, you're going to give you $7,500 to buy a new car. Uh, by the way, car prices went up $7,500. Congratulations. But of course, they're saying, no, we didn't do it because of that. Said, the two companies told Fox Business that recent price increases impacting certain electric vehicle models were influenced by inflation and supply chain issues and were announced before Democrats unveiled the legislation. Multiple conservative outlets reported this week that GM and Ford had raised the price of certain electric vehicles between $6,000 and $8,500, roughly matching the $7,500 tax credit introduced under the bill. Quote, the pricing update is completely unrelated to the Inflation Reduction Act, and the announcement was made well before that legislation was introduced. End quote. GM's spokesperson Matt Yebra told Fox Business. Quote, in mid-June, GMC announced that new GMC Hummer EV reservations placed on or after June 18th would see an increase of $6,250 to the base manufacturer's suggested retail price due to the increase in price of commodity parts, technology, and logistics. Total coincidence. I'm sure it was a total coincidence. Just like the amount of student loans being increased every year, the percentage of the student loans that they, they go up, and the, the amount of Pell Grants going up every year have no influence whatsoever on the price of tuition at your college. None. Whatsoever. I'm sure of it. I'm sh it's just that they happen to correlate almost perfectly, has nothing to do with anything. Trust me, I'm from the government. So Joe Biden, because of his horrible inflation, in ironically, a piece of legislation called the Inflation Reduction Act, which has nothing to decrease inflation, introduces a subsidy 
that will only benefit the rich because they're the only ones who can afford to buy these cars. And it's already been eaten up by the price increase due to inflation, thanks to the the inflation and the supply chain issues, thanks to the incompetency of the Biden administration. You couldn't make this stuff up. Nobody would believe you. There are coincidences, and then there is incompetence. And this is wild incompetence. It's hilarious. If it wasn't so sad, it'd be even funnier. You're looking at this, and you're going, you're kidding me, right? This is your plan? This is your solution? This is the Inflation Reduction Act? Nope, not at all. But Joe Biden wasn't done lying about it, because that's what Joe Biden does. American auto companies, along with American labor, are committing their treasure and their talent, billions of dollars in investment to make electric vehicles and battery and electric charging stations all across America, made in America, all of it made in America. This new law also provides tax credits that's going to create tens of thousands of good-paying jobs and clean energy manufacturing jobs, solar factories in the Midwest and the South, wind farms across the plains and off our shores, clean hydrogen projects and more all across America every part of America. This bill is the biggest step forward on climate ever, ever. And it's going to allow, it's going to allow us to boldly take additional steps toward meeting all of my climate goals than the ones we set out when we ran. Can't you feel the inflation being reduced? Can't you feel the inflation? Be- Can I get an amen? The inflation is being reduced through the, he's not talking about inflation at all. He's talking about things that are not going to happen because of inflation, but he's not talking about inflation at all. This is the Inflation Reduction Act, and he's sitting there sucking up to the radical left, going, we're going to do this about the planet. We're going to do this for this. Is the, this is essentially huge chunks of the Green New Deal. Now, you would think that Democrats would go, all right, well, good. We've gotten what we wanted. This is great. We've saved no. They're not done pushing for this. They want more. This has always been about control. It has nothing to do with the environment. It has nothing to do with environmentalism. But I love it sitting there. We're going to, the batteries made in America, made in this, made in, there's nothing in this legislation that removes the barriers put in place by the environmental wackos to mining the rare earth materials needed to create the computer chips to run these cars or to create, to pull out of the ground all of the elements needed to make the batteries. So how are they going to be made in America if you're not willing to stand up to these environmental wackos? And oh, by the way, on this one, the environmental wackos have just a little bit of a point. The mining, at least in China, maybe there's a better way to do it, the mining of these materials is wildly damaging to the environment. Wildly damaging to the environment. So do you really think that these environmentalist nut jobs are going, do you think that AOC is going to go out there and say, well, you know what? At least we've all got uh, jobs here. So you know what? We're going to, I'm fine with this. I support and will vote for a piece of legislation that will remove the environmental restrictions and allow mining here. No, there's no way in hell she's going to do that. There is no way on God's green earth she will ever do that. So you got the promise of all of these things, and then there's no execution. It's almost like Joe Biden is lying. But it's only like Joe Biden is lying because Joe Biden is lying. He wasn't done. 
It includes ensuring that we create clean energy opportunities in frontline and fence-line communities that have been smothered, smothered by the legacy of pollution and fight environmental injustice that's been going on for so long. We're going to fight environmental injustice. What is environmental injustice? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. It's just another way for Democrats to spend a ton of money in areas where they've spent a ton of money on people they've spent a ton of money on that just basically saps the humanity from people, saps the uh, drive from people, makes them wards of the state. All done in the name of compassion, of course. All done in the name of compassion. They're very compassionate people. Um, I don't think compassionate people necessarily look at the destruction that they are causing and go, but I'm doing it for the right reasons, so I'm going to keep doing it. But that seems to be what Democrats do. Weird, isn't it? I wouldn't call that compassion. Not at all. This is, uh, speaking of inflation, though, and, and Joe Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, this is kind of worrying. If you're sitting there and you're thinking whether or not we're in a recession, if you still are going, gee, I just don't know if we're in a recession or not, because Democrats have told me that we're not. This is interesting. CNN Business reports. Target. Everybody goes Target. Target reported profits plunged 90% in the second quarter, falling far short of expectations as inflation-weary customers pulled back on spending on non-essential items. It's kind of a big deal. That's a big drop. It's a big miss. Retailers, including Target, have been forced to cut prices on general merchandise such as clothing, electronics, and home goods because of excess inventory of goods. Consumers had to shift more of their spending to high-priced food and gasoline. So they're competing for a smaller slice of the pie. But don't worry. The Inflation Reduction Act is on its way, right? You can go to Target and buy your solar panels or buy your used... Electric vehicle, right? Isn't that the way it works? Target reported that its price cuts did little good. Now, they're cutting prices and their price cuts didn't do any good because everything else is costing so damn much. It ended the quarter with 1.5% more inventory than it had three months earlier and 36% more than it had a year ago. That's big. 1.5% isn't all that big, but over a year... 36% inventory, that means essentially they've sold 36% fewer products than they did a year ago. A year ago, before Joe Biden fully got in there and started screwing things up. The company said that it reduced the amount of discretionary items it held in warehouses, but Target notes that sales on those items, quote, put significant pressure on our near-term profitability. So they've got more products, that they aren't moving because nobody's buying them. They're having to drop the prices on the things that they are moving, which means smaller profits, which means in many cases, I assume no profits at all. Because if you put something on sale, this is the way a lot of these businesses work. They put something on sale that is designed to get you in the store. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I go to Target, I go, uh, you know what? I need to go get some shampoo. I got to go buy some toilet paper, whatever it is. Same thing with Costco. Same thing with everything. You go there and you go, I need to get uh, maybe three things. So I'm going to just stop in there after work and that'll be fine. And then you end up 
fill in your shopping cart with all sorts of crap because you're going, holy crap, I didn't, I didn't know I needed this. And you most times didn't. You know, I had no idea I needed this thing. This is awesome. I got to get this. This is great. And you spend a ton more money than you otherwise had planned. That's not happening anymore. Certainly not happening to the degree it used to at Target. Just next time you're in a Target, walk around a Target. Take a look at people's shopping carts. Remember what shopping carts used to be not that long ago at Target. They'd be filled up, not overflowing. People weren't going crazy and shoving you know, giant TVs in there left and right. But people would be buying a lot of things. You go there and you go, I need shampoo. And so, you know, you don't buy 15 shampoos. But when I go there and I need shampoo, I'll buy three shampoos and three conditioners. Why? Because I got them. You know, I don't want to have to go back there every month. I'll go through what I got and then I'll sell or uh, stock the rest and put them in the closet for when I'm done so that every couple of months I have to go to buy shampoo. Now people are going, I'm going to buy one shampoo. I'm going to buy one. And then they go in there just for shampoo and just get the shampoo. It's not working out very well for Target. But don't worry, the Inflation Reduction Act is on its way or something, right? Feeling better already? No. Remember last week when we were talking about the Boston Children's Hospital and I played you a couple of video clips of Boston Children's Hospital that they themselves posted online about... Oh, you know, having your uterus removed as a teenager, as a child, because of gender-affirming surgery is totally normal. It's not all that uncommon, and it's not all that different from a normal hysterectomy. Like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Remember that? Well, we are probably the first around to notice this. It has since gone viral when I was pointing out that there are just all these videos, a lot of videos out there that they themselves posted on their YouTube page. It's not like we broke, somebody broke into their, uh, I don't know, their, their server or whatever and uh, decided to leak this information that was meant for internal consumption only, although that'd be just as bad. They themselves put it out there. Well, now there's a problem with it. Now there's a problem with it. Uh, Brandy Zardonries, or however you pronounce her last name. She's a left-wing piece of garbage who writes on, oh, the right-wing extremists on the web. She writes for, the, for NBC News. She's got a piece up there. Uh, Boston Children's Hospital warns employees over a far-right online harassment campaign. Yeah, nobody's sitting around going, maybe we shouldn't tell people to, to slice their penis off. Maybe maybe our doctors shouldn't say, you know what, it's part of gender-affirming care. We'll take a weed whacker to that thing. And don't worry about it. We'll weed whacker your tally whacker. It'll be wonderful. And you'll feel good about yourself. Hmm. Maybe you shouldn't be telling teens and preteens that sort of things. The story, Boston Children's Hospital has warned employees about mounting threats and is coordinating with law enforcement after far-right activists on social media began targeting the hospital with false claims about its treatment of young transgender people. False claims. Posted the videos. Posted the vi Here's a video that they put out there. Here's the video. That's a false claim. It's not a claim at all. Here's the video. 
In its most recent series of attempts to target hospitals for their work with trans youth, adding to an ongoing wave of anti-LGBTQ sentiment that has hit library schools and even trans-inclusive Los Angeles spa. This is, this is a news story. The Public Relations Office of Boston Children's Hospital sent an email to employees with guidance on how to respond to harassment and threats earlier this week, citing, quote, an increase of threatening and aggressive phone calls and emails sent to the hospital uh, commenting on treatment of transgender patients, end quote. The email was confirmed to NBC News by a current employee. What about the activities in the videos that people are commenting on? Anybody ever have a problem with that? Give, performing a hysterectomy on a 15-year-old girl because she says and swears, no, I'm a boy. And these psychologists and these left-wing activists tell you, it's, we can make your body something you're comfortable in. Now, you show me a 15-year-old girl who's comfortable in their own body. Show me a 15-year-old who's comfortable in their own body. They don't exist. They're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Things are changing dramatically. And you're sitting there going, we can, we can make you feel better. We can make you feel normal. No teenager feels normal. We can make you feel normal by doing something that is wildly damaging and 100% irreversible. Huh. And you're proud of this? And you can get rich at the same time? And you're telling me that you care about me? Boston Children's Hospital first became the target of activists in recent weeks when the well-followed social media accounts such as Libs of TikTok, which has often promoted groomer discourse that falsely linked LGBTQ teachers and parents to pedophilia, yeah, began to make a variety of false claims. One allegation said that the hospital offered gender-affirming hysterectomies to children under 18 years old. It's their own video. They posted the video. Conservative influencers with millions of followers pushed similar false talking points and fanned the flames further. David J. Harris, a podcaster and supplement seller and single-issue activists, including Chris Elston, I don't know who any of these people are, who goes by Billboard Chris for the anti-trans sentiments he wears on sandwich boards, are among the right-wing social media stars who have spread the allegations online. Who the hell are these? I don't know who they are. But it's amazing because like, suddenly it matters. Left wing. If the left-wingers need you to be wildly popular, uh, you're wildly popular. You're an influencer. You, yeah, you only have influence over your immediate aquarium full of fish, but you're a wild influencer. Uh, last week, fact-checking organizations debunked the claim from right-wing accounts, but many of the same accounts continued to spread the false allegations this week. Quote, in response to commentary last week critical of our gender multi-specialty services program. Yeah, Boston Children's Hospitals has gender multi-specialty service program. Boston Children's Hospital has been the target of large volume of hostile internet activity, phone calls, and harassing emails, including threats of violence towards our clinicians and staff, Boston Children's Hospital said in a statement emailed. 
We are deeply concerned by these attacks on our clinicians and staff fueled by misinformation and a lack of understanding and respect for our transgender community. Well, wait a second. You either are performing hysterectomies on transgender children or you're not. It's right there in your name. You're Boston Children's Hospital. You're not Boston Middle-Aged People's Hospital. You're not Boston 20-somethings Hospital. You're Boston Children's Hospital. Therefore, if you are performing hysterectomies for reasons other than to save the life of the woman whose uterus you are removing, you if you're doing it for gender-affirming care, there's something going on there that the public doesn't like. The public is allowed not to like it. Would it be better? I wonder if these Democrats would have a uh, less of a problem with this if these protesters, these people who are disgusted by this, simply showed up at the homes of these doctors, protested outside the houses of these doctors, found them in restaurants, and chased them out of polite society. Would they uh, think that's cool? Would they think that's better? Treat them, you know, the way that the left treats Supreme Court justices. Something tells me they would be absolutely outraged by that. Call me crazy, but I believe they would be outraged by that. So posting videos, I don't recommend anybody call up and threaten anybody, but I'm not going to take the word of Boston Children's Hospital that they are being threatened. To be perfectly honest with you, I need to see the actual audio, the actual messages. I don't trust these people. They're not trustworthy. They are not trustworthy at all. Quote, we are deeply concerned by these attacks. Boston Children's Hospital is proud to be the home of the first pediatric and adolescent transgender health program in the United States. The statement added. They're proud to be it. Well, some people have a problem with that. Some people have a problem with you butchering the bodies of young boys and girls because of a fad, because of a whim, because of politics. And you're just sitting there going, no, we're proud of it. We're proud of it. Well, tough then. You know, this is what comes along with that. Get used to the idea, because while you're proud of it, most other human beings are pretty disgusted by it, as we should be. I mean, you really got to look at this story and just be amazed. Videos from the YouTube account of Boston Children's Hospital, in which several physicians discuss services provided to trans parents or trans patients, again, children, were shared by the accounts to suggest the Center for Gender Surgery was performing genital surgeries on children. The videos have since been removed. That's what they said in the videos. The videos were since removed. Uh, Included one entitled, What Does It Mean to Be Transgender? And did not suggest such surgeries were provided to minors. Did not. not. You've got an institute in a children's hospital about transgenderism. That does body mutilation surgeries. You know, no, well, that doesn't. We just have this set up. We don't. Uh, we don't do anything. None of these doctors do anything. They just they're in there, uh, just for fun, just for fun. It's uh, it's like a shell. You know how in North Korea where they have the grocery stores that aren't really grocery stores, where you, you like look at them as you drive down the street and you go, oh, there's pictures of people inside shopping. You realize that's all there is. They're just a shell to give the impression. 
to foreigners that, oh, yeah, no, this is totally life. It's, it's, it's a Potemkin village. That's what this is about, or so they're saying. Boston Children's Hospital houses the Gender Multi-Specialty Service, the nation's first pediatric and adolescent transgender program, which has treated more than 1,000 families. That's not a family thing. Does everybody... Look, my child's transgender, so come on in. Everybody's got to have surgery removing their genitalia. Is that how it works? The whole family's got to... Families, according to his website... Despite the separate Center for Gender Surgery being within Boston Children's Hospital, treatment is only provided to eligible adolescents and young adults, according to the... <laughs> the eligible. Oh, okay. Who determines eligibility? Oh, it's us, but oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about such things. You're sitting there and you're going, what in the hell is going on all we're doing all anybody does and this is what the right does now granted i don't know who these people are that are cited in this story they could be weirdos who are making stuff up they exist everywhere okay but in general the libs of tiktok account they cite say started all this is uh because what because they take videos that liberals post online and say here's a video that liberals posted online. Take a look at it. This is what liberals are doing, according to them. Now, if you want to make the case that liberals are liars, I'm open to that. I would, I would be, I would be sympathetic to that allegation. Let's just put it that way. I would be sympathetic to that allegation. But it seems highly unlikely. It seems highly unlikely. So. <laughs> That if you just take a video and say, here's their video, and it's the entirety of the video, that they go, oh, geez, suddenly everything's all weird. Why are you quoting me accurately? Well, <clears throat> you should really know, question yourself. Question what you do if quoting you accurately is bothersome to you. If quoting you accurately causes a problem for you, then you should really wonder what kind of business you're in and, and think maybe you should be in another type of business. Let's just be perfectly honest there, shall we? I would think, I would think, I would think. It's just so nuts. So absolutely nuts. <coughs> Excuse me. But you just sit there and you watch this. Oh, man. I'm looking at this story. Willie Nelson's long encore as he approaches 90. He, even brushes uh, with death can't keep him off the road. He loves it. He's one of those... Willie Nelson, the guy has probably spilled more weed than anybody you know will have smoked, but he's one of those people, and it's, you know, they get into their 90s where they, if they stop, they'll die. They stop doing what they're doing. Within like a month, they'll pass away. So let Willie Nelson be. I don't sit there and think, why is Willie Nelson still touring? Doesn't he have enough money? Well, I think he owed a whole bunch of money to the IRS. I don't know if he does have enough money or whatever, but eh, I'm thinking that um, maybe let Willie be Willie. And uh, if he wants to work and pay off his, at least, I think he paid off his debt, which is more than you can say for Al Sharpton, paid off his debt to the IRS. So that's more than you can say with uh, this. Um, since I do have 
allegedly have COVID. I think I'm going to go buy some more tests today, some new tests. My dad's tests were expired, but I don't know that that matters much. But uh, since that, I um, thought a COVID update would be something called Paxlovid mouth. I don't know what the hell that is. But they're already predicting more booster shots for the fall. More booster shots for the fall on the thing. Just stop calling it a vaccine. Call it a booster. Call it a, a, a immunity response booster. That's what it is, best case scenario. But just to give you the COVID numbers, I'm not, um, the, I'm not in them because I've only tested myself. A year ago, a seven-day rolling average, because again, our government decided to stop keeping them. When they try to tell you how important it is, keep in mind that they keep changing the way they measure things. But uh, a year ago, there were 142,414 average cases. And now... This year, seven-day rolling average, 100,206. There were 704 deaths a year ago and 424 deaths this year for the seven-day rolling average. So things are getting better. Things are getting significantly better if you just look at the numbers there. Significantly, uh, 150%, I don't know what is that, 33% fewer cases, and a little more than half the number of deaths. So there you go. That's about it for today, I think. Don't you we'll get into, let's see, maybe tomorrow looking at, um, they're saying Rubio might be in danger down in Florida. I don't know that Marco Rubio is going to be in danger down in Florida, but it'll be interesting to see because uh, they desperately want to make Val Demings into something that she simply is not. And um, they're saying now there's a 62% chance that Democrats keep the Senate. Maybe I'll go into this tomorrow because that's where I think Donald Trump could really, really step up and do something. This is where his pot, look, he helped drag a lot of these people across the finish line in the nomination process. It's about time he gets out there and campaigns for them in the general election where appropriate where it will do some good and get out there and help drag Dr. Oz across the finish line. Dr. Oz is not having a, there's a story that uh, Oz says he has two houses and it turns out he has 10. Now he probably has them as rental properties or something. I'm not, or investment properties. I doubt he's living in all of them. And he needs to do something to drag Herschel Walker across the finish line because that's not working out very well either. So, Don, get out there and do something, man. Now's the time. You can do it. But you don't. You got to make it about them. You can't make it about you. Okay, that's enough for today. That's enough for this week. Hopefully, by the week in Evan Review, I will feel better, at least sound better, so you don't have to put up with this snot-filled voice. I hope everybody is doing well where you are. Appreciate you listening. Hopefully you will subscribe. Have a great Friday.